It takes a whole community to bring an initiative like this to fruition. It takes strong leaders. One of those is Sister Marlis Jacks. And uh, she is on site here. We are we are broadcasting live, and she is as brave the elements to come and join us here on Real Presence Live. Thank you so much, Sister, for being here. You're welcome. Glad to be here. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to be on site. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a lot of lot of action going on here. A lot of dirt being moved around, uh, and uh, we're just excited. I can see some construction workers over there pounding a stake in. Uh, there, there's there's a lot going on. There's some surveying, and we want to survey you about how this initiative came to rochester what what led this to this wonderful development well one of the things is i think we as sisters of saint francis are always interested in how do we fit in the community and one of the ways is is to look at what's available around us and what isn't available around us and we looked at 10 or 12 years ago we looked at saying what is it that we need in in rochester and one of the things that came up was workforce housing and then it led us to poverty housing so that was one of the issues that we looked at where do we fit in with this how do we do what can we do to help move this along so what was your role in that you you identified uh, a need uh, w- w- with with the other sisters uh, uh, up on the hill uh, as, mm-hmm. uh, as we say at cc heights um what was your role or the sister's role in uh, in, in coordinating with the, the Jeremiah program in making this new campus a reality? Well, one of the things that we did probably about 10, 12 years ago, we met with the city planners and said, okay, what can we do about this issue? Where do we go with it? How can we help it move it along? And um, then we started looking for agencies that had some ability to partner, because we were looking for partners, to say, how do we help this along? And so we interviewed about three or four different agencies and uh, groups of people that work with housing. And we were looking particularly at comprehensive housing, mm-hmm. not just putting a roof over the heads. But in addition to that, how do we help them to move along, to get out of poverty? How do we help their children? And so that was when we fell into the hands of Jeremiah Project. We interviewed them. We were thrilled with their mission and thought, this really fits with what we're about. And so we're going to support this in whatever way we can. Obviously, this Jeremiah program is a, is a faith friendly initiative even a faith-based initiative it is Uh, i would imagine that the sisters of of saint francis here in rochester um, that that played a role in your choosing this particular initiative i don't know that it was the primary role in it it certainly was a secondary one uh because we you know believe in the corporate works of mercy and so this is one of the ways in which we can uh advocate for you know feed the hungry and clothe the naked and uh, shelter the homeless and all of those things fit under that and so that's our initiative and that's part of our mission and so you're looking at the corporal works mercy and yet that's still fairly broad it is. Uh, why this specific cause you're looking at single mothers uh you know with children um what what attracted you or what uh, what motivated you to to support the jeremiah program well, one of the things is that I think we, in our history, have been uh, very uh, uh, focused on education for all of our years, in, since its very beginning. And as a result, one of the things is that 
to change what happens in people's lives, you need to be educated. So there's an education co- component with this program, which helps move people out of poverty. I've had enough experience in um, our own culture in the United States, but also in other cultures. And uh, I was in Africa, I worked in India, and I worked and spent time in Cambodia. And there I... I I saw firsthand how education can change what happens with people. And I came home and said, this is what we need to do. I think that uh, just the very nature of the state of Minnesota is a testimony to that, you know, the highly educated uh, people here in this state, I think, are a a contributing uh, factor to the economic success in this area. And so having a comprehensive program like that, where you not only provide a roof over someone's head, but also education, child care, that allows them to do that is huge. And I mean, what does it mean for you personally, Sister Marlis, to be able to be, to be part of helping single mothers in such a powerful way? Well, I think uh, one of our missions in the congregation is to be a compassionate presence to people. And personally, that's also one of mine. I belong to Compassionate Rochester MN, and we look at efforts in which we can bring compassion to the streets. Um, And Rochester, I would have to say, some of the poverty is hidden. It isn't sure. when you look at the city of Rochester and uh, you don't see it real regu- real easily, so you have to look for it. And this is <clears throat> one of the ways in which I think we can bring compassion beyond the hillside. And one of the things about compassion, you know, that word means you know to suffer with. with. And so it's really, really a embodied Uh, you really enter in so what would you say to those listening right now about stepping out of their comfort zones to show that compassion to bring real change to a community and share the gospel message uh, in in the process to those who need to hear it well I think you know stepping out is really the important thing because that's what I know what changed me when I had to move in an area that uh, I was not comfortable with and seeing poverty at its at its worst in some of those countries and particularly in India but I also saw it in the hollers of of, uh, Kentucky as well so I knew it was at home and I knew it was even closer to home so for me needing to get out and experience it was what changed my heart because I really do believe that heart is where um, um, life gets nourished Sister Marlis, thanks for sharing with us. Uh, this is a quick interview. Is there is there any parting thoughts that you would like to leave us with? You know, I think when I think back about uh, housing, um, Mother Alfred in her days took in the people from the cyclone when it happened in 1883. Uh, we took in uh, lots of people during the flood in Rochester. We had the overground railroad for five, six years in which we took in all kinds of people on our way to Canada. And I think we helped start Habitat we helped to um, start what's now called Family Promise, and we helped start the um, um, Dorothy Day House. Okay. So all of those things have to do with housing. So it fits with our mission since the very beginning. Yeah. No, that's a lot of good. That is a lot of good that the sisters have done throughout uh, throughout their time. Sister Marlis, thank you for joining us. It's been wonderful to hear about the Sisters of St. Francis' role in bringing the uh, Jeremiah program here.